From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News. I'm Sarah Reith. In a series of historically brief meetings about cannabis this week, the Mendocino County Board of Supervisors gave the nod to proposed revisions of a $17.5 million state grant to bring cultivators across the finish line in the long slog towards state licensure. A provision to conduct environmental review according to the state's requirements effectively adds a year to the deadline for provisional license holders to get their state annual licenses. At a special meeting Monday, County Council Christian Curtis said there could be even more leeway. Our hope is ambitious, um, but I believe we had set a deadline of uh, July 1st of next year uh, for for the EIR to be completed uh, in the contract with the option of DCC allowing that to be extended to December of next year. The Local Jurisdiction Assistance Grant Program is supposed to help local jurisdictions usher provisional license holders onto their annual state licenses. But growers in Mendocino County have been tangled up in the application process for years. Those who had no hope of achieving the coveted state annual license in the next few months would no longer be operating legally, no matter how much time and money they'd poured into the process. In March, after the resignation of former Cannabis Department head Kristen Nevidal, the Board of Supervisors received a letter from Nicole Elliott, Director of California's Department of Cannabis Control, offering the state's support in streamlining the permit application process. That includes assessing inefficiencies under existing procedures with the California Environmental Quality Act, or CEQA. A month before that, the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance had sent their own letter to the DCC and the governor, requesting state intervention with the glacial pace of applicants' progress through an ever-increasing number of hurdles. Under the interim leadership of John Burks, the Cannabis Department presented a plan for the grant that will allocate up to $5 million to a consultant called Ascent Environmental to conduct a Programmatic Environmental Impact Report, or EIR. The department filed an exception to competitive bidding by stating that the company provides a service that is practicably available from only one source. Ascent has performed the same service for Humboldt and Trinity counties and was recently selected to do the same for Sonoma County. Because the county adopted its cultivation ordinance before the state's cannabis regulations came into play, the two sets of rules do not match. The county's ministerial permit process does not require the site-specific environmental review that the state's discretionary process does. Burks wrote that a programmatic EIR will replace the need for site-specific CEQA review by the county and will allow for processing of annual licenses with the State Department of Cannabis Control. This will assist the county in streamlining the county cannabis department's workload and better enable the county's cannabis cultivators to obtain state licenses. Curtis told longtime cannabis attorney Hannah Nelson he expects the grant will cover hundreds of applicants. I was wondering in the projections, understanding it was a good idea to be conservative in the estimations, if there was some kind of a ballpark of how many site-specific reviews were anticipated to be included in that. Thank you very much. There, there was some need to reconcile the, the numbers. We didn't have an exact count, but it was in the neighborhood of 500 to 700 uh, applications that were anticipated to fall within this, this grant program. According to the Cannabis Department's report, there are 715 active cannabis cultivation applications submitted to the department. It has issued 125 for a total of 840. Another $4.8 million from the same grant has been allocated for direct grants to help cultivators bring their properties into compliance with environmental requirements. The revised budget also provides funding for a portion of the salaries of county staff working on administering the grant and increasing contract planners. The department currently has six county planners and 15 working under contract. 
there are four vacant planning positions. A report attached to Monday's General Government Committee meeting showed that according to the preliminary results of an efficiency study, permit review takes approximately 16 to 80 hours, depending on the complexity of the application. Nevidal's estimate was 200 hours. Even with the much-reduced estimate, Burks told the board that there are limits to the department's ability to use the grant to recover all the costs of processing applications. Supervisor Dan Jurdy was dubious about the department's projections. There were some built-in limitations for how much we could ask for for a cost re recovery perspective. So we had reviewed this with the state partners in internally and felt you know, comfortable that we would be satisfying the requirements of the grant in the uh, proposal, but of, of course we could always, you know, revisit if there are concerns. So the concern, John, is that for general employees, um, the county's spending about 70 cents in benefits for every dollar in salaries. For public safety, it's over a dollar in benefits. And so I don't see how uh, a planner, even a planner one, 80% of their salary benefits could possibly be $80,000. CEO Darcy Antle emphasized that the grant won't cover everything the cannabis department does. During budget discussions this week, the board heard the usual grim news about the lack of fat in the general fund. But Michael Katz, the executive director of the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, is encouraged. The changes that we've seen come through in the last couple of months are the best indication that this county is starting to shift its perspective on how to support our local licensed cannabis operators. Now that we can see this stability coming into shape, uh, we have the ability to focus on additional things for our members like market access development, different state policies. So we have really been waiting for the opportunity to have some sort of stability and to understand where things are headed for our community. And that hasn't happened until now. This community is in the best position it has been since regulation started. And I am optimistic that that will continue. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.